This week's Pilch Point with Abram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. The best way to protect your privacy online is with PureVPN. You can hide your online activities, say goodbye to regional restrictions, and improve your streaming quality. Plus, it's available for almost all of your devices. You can get a special price and a 31-day money-back guarantee right now by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. All right. Interestingly, Avram, that also would solve the problem with <laughs> with the 2G topic, is if you were using a VPN, it would encrypt it on a whole different level. Anyway. No. Uh, how slow would your connection be if it were both over 2G and having <laughs> to pass through a VPN? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be great, is my guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to simulate... Dialing up on a dial-up modem, I guess that would be one way. <laughs> Almost certainly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, so CES. I know it's been a little while since we've had some some technical issues and all kinds of other things, but CES was our last big thing. <laughs> yes. So, obviously, this was a very sad year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were spo- we were both supposed to go in yep. person, and you couldn't go, and I couldn't go. Uh, our teams, did you? Any of members of your team go? So uh, we had uh, Geek News Central, GNC Weekend Review, Talking Sound, and the Tech Ranch all out there, but nobody from the Plugheads team was there. I'm, yeah. It, it was. Uh, we were sad not to go our company our parent company made the decision a few weeks ago but also given the fact that most of the companies that we in, interact with weren't going yeah it we it, it wasn't really worth it that being said we had a freelancer who was going there because of samsung he runs a youtube channel about samsung stuff okay and so he went and he did some uh, photo and video for us. Nice. So he he did get to see some things. So that was uh, that was pretty neat. So we covered uh, the be- the best of CES uh, remotely, but I want to point out not just the best of CES, but the most interesting of CES, because I always tell my writers we are in the business of interesting, not necessarily the business of good. Absolutely. So. Some, so think so. I will cover things that are interesting, and people will say, "Oh, but I wouldn't buy that." I said, "I'm not telling you to buy it. I'm telling you that it's interesting." So, uh, so we could talk about what's good, but I'd like to start by talking about some things that are interesting. So, there was a really, um, you know, this year obviously second year of CES during a pandemic and so there were definitely some companies trying to sell or talking about uh, air purification or or protective technologies and i got a pitch from the small company named air cleanse and air cleanse wants to put a filter a a hepa filter into your monitor they want it's so that when you exhale, the your breath will 
hit the monitor and the monitor will suck in your germs and spit out uh, germless air. Now, there, the company doesn't actually was at the Showstoppers uh, show, which is a nighttime show in CES, and they showed some prototypes that they've made, but they have no one, but they don't make monitors. They don't make air filters. They just want to license the idea of putting an air filter into a into a monitor. And they, uh, I had a, a briefing with them before the show, and we talked, and they said, "Yeah, we can put in however many fans, whatever." We're just we're looking for a partner. We're looking, you know, they're hoping to find a company like ViewSonic or LG or Dell or whoever makes monitors and license sure. them the IP of the IP, the idea basically of putting in your monitor. And they uh, they demoed their you know monitors, which they just had taken off the shelf monitors and put HEPA filters and six fans into them. But uh, I want to show you just a screen share of what you see on their website. So, uh, so here's their website uh, where they sort of show you. Here's a mock-up of what the monitor would look like. So really, it's just like it's got a bezel around it and then the bezel sucks in the air as you that's coming from your mouth the particles that are coming from your mouth and then spits it out the back um they also want to be able to do the same thing with this docking station for with a docking station for your laptop and then they then don't want to talk about this too much but they also have some ideas of maybe how you would do the same thing in a classroom by putting a giant box around your laptop or in the school cafeteria um and so what do you think of this before i tell you what i think and what i learned when i actually interviewed a real aerosol scientist about it what do you think of um what do you think of this idea oh i don't think you want to know what i think <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to also pull up our article where we have real pictures of it because uh, their website doesn't have actual pictures. It's just all mocks, right? Okay. But, like, this is we got the guy, um, you know, our freelancer to go by their booth. So he actually got got real photos of it, of their demo. And you can see the back here. It has oh six, God. six fans, which I think are all 70 CFM. Um so, so anyway, uh, I spoke to, I, like I said, this is, we're in the business of interesting, not the business of good. I, I don't think this is like in the sense that people put air purifiers on their desks and, and, and if you wanted to save space by putting the air purifier into something else that's on your desk, like the monitor, I guess that could be useful. But their their claim, let me see if I can find the picture that they had. So here's the picture that they show where it's a sort of demo. I don't know why this picture a little bit cracks me up because it looks like she's hurling all the 
person is hurling all over the monitor screen. I was taking um, a drink just as you scrolled that into view, and I almost spit it out because that's I mean, absolutely it, it, what it looks like. I mean, it, it kind of looks. I mean, I mean, I don't know. This is their i idea, but it, it to me, it sort of looks like I don't know that scene in Stand By Me where all the kids in the cafeteria are just vomiting, um, but. It's not supposed to be vomit. It's supposed to be exhaled particles, and so they they hit the the monitor, and indeed the monitor sucks them in. Now there's some inherent problems with this. One is people do not sit at their desk and stare straight ahead at the monitor all day. Um, Very true. And they know this, and they know this, and they said, well, you know, this is just kind of incrementally helps. It may not even be necessarily a solution, you know, if people are going back to the office and they don't want to wear masks, this won't, this will be in the conversation, but it won't necessarily, necessarily replace masking. Uh, and, you know, the other thing though, is I talked to Aaron Collins, who is an aerosol scientist who runs a, a fantastic YouTube channel. I highly recommend his channel where he actually goes and does benchmarks on masks. And he said he was, uh, he didn't see that any of the information that they, that they published any information that, that showed that this would actually work. Although they did do, pay a company to do a computer simulation saying that this could work. Um, but he also said, you know, there's a certain amount of buoyancy in your exhaled particles. So unless the fans were really, really strong, there's a good chance that a lot of the germs would end up somewhere floating between you, your mouth and the monitor. Um, and of course, that's not even taking into account the fact that you don't look straight ahead, straight, you know, 90 degrees or whatever ahead at your monitor all day long. So how about, how about the fact that we have all trained ourselves at this point to not cough, sneeze, whatever, at our monitors so that they don't get sticky and gross? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's kind of a good point, too. I mean, we don't, <laughs> we don't invite people to cough on your monitor. Plus, if it gets on the monitor screen, like, we're not worried about the monitor screen. The monitor can't get sick. We're worried about the people in the office. And so, you know. Yeah. It's basically everything around the monitor that matters. Yeah. So, like I said, an interesting idea. Uh, at the same time, uh, I saw yet another demo from um, UbiTech where they were showing off their, uh, they have a robot that does, uses ultraviolet light to clean to clean offices and classrooms. Uh, and they they now have it as an autonomous robot and it'll go around and shine ultraviolet light. I mean, that's another thing that's that I would say is a little bit, I mean, the science behind that is more is is more solid, although a lot of there's a lot of people who say the what people really need to worry about is what's in the air, not necessarily sterilizing surfaces. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, interesting, particularly during the same time period where Razor uh, got uh, slapped 
because uh, they were saying that the Zephyr, which I showed on a previous pilch point, uh, had N95 style filters and they really couldn't, and people felt that that claim was kind of misleading. And so they have now put up a disclaimer saying, oh, this isn't, you know, we didn't really mean that this is a, that this, that this is designed to protect you from COVID. Although why you would wear it just for the fashion statement and not to protect yourself from COVID is, is a good question. Um, speaking of fashion statements, uh, yes. here's another thing we saw that I thought was pretty cool. Uh, this is a holographic PC case. So it is actually an NZXT case, but this company showcase PC is taking it and they're putting a, an LED, a 3d fan. So the way that these things work is, um, and you can see some pictures here of like, it actually has both hologram on the panel. You can get one where it's just on the side panel and one where, or a second one where it's also on the top. Um, but what's kind of cool is if you look at how it is, it's uh, these de devices have been out for a few years now, but never put into a PC case before. Right. Uh, it's a fan and it, the blade spins around really fast, creating, and it has lights on it. And that creates the illusion of a 3D hologram. And there have been a lot of those used in retail for advertising. You can actually buy a standalone holographic fan on Amazon for like 150 bucks. Mm -hmm. uh, I see these days. There's a but, there's uh, a company show, there's a company that we that we interviewed at CES 2017 and then again this year uh, named Kono K O N O. Um, our interview will be up with them. Uh, they they popularized the big ones in Japan. Uh, a couple of years ago and it's the exact same technology and uh we've we'll have videos this year showing both of these things in action because so, we actually had interviews with both of them <laughs> yeah i mean the holograms do look pretty cool our picture doesn't do. do it justice and you can put anything pretty much any animation you want on there so it doesn't have to be that guy's face uh so here, I just wanted to point out real quick our, our list of things. Those two things, the hologram and the air cleanse, were interesting. And I'll say the hologram was actually good. Uh, but they didn't quite make our list of best of this show. So a couple of things that did, I want to point out, are the uh, new Intel Alder Lake chips. We've seen new Alder Lake desktop chips uh, in the fall. But now Alder Lake is coming to laptops, which means you now have laptops which have a mix of performance cores and and efficiency cores uh, which means that they can put they can save power give you longer battery life while giving you better performance uh, amd announced that they're coming out with a new chip that has integrated graphics built in that's going to be uh, their fastest integrated graphics chip uh, the ryzen 6000 uh, and skipping ahead for a sec uh, Lenovo had several interesting things and we actually did get to see Lenovo in person because instead of going to CES, they came to New York and they had small press briefings. So we went and, and saw them, got some, some hands-on time with the new products. This is the new ThinkPad Z series, which looks pretty cool. It uses AMD processors. It has a, a vegan leather uh lid cover 
it has a haptic touchpad and wow. it's uh got a a new bold design although oh and it has another neat new feature where if you tap on the track point pointing stick it'll bring up a conferencing menu previously press you could pressing the pointing stick didn't do anything but they've ch changed the mechanics so that now it can bring up that software i don't think the software that it brings up is that exciting but uh the idea that it, that you could tap on the on on the pointing stick is pretty and make it do something new is pretty cool um not i should say finally um not on this list is the think as the think book plus uh the think book plus gen 3 i should show that uh has a screen integrated into the um deck an eight inch display so we've seen secondary displays attempted before but never quite like this uh it 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 works really well it, you can use it either to zoom in on part of the screen as you can see in this picture where there was adobe lightroom and you're sort of zoomed in on a piece of it or you can use it to show your tools for something for like an adobe thing or you can use it as what they call waterfall mode which means if you're looking at a spreadsheet or something or a web page and it's really long you can make it the vertical of the page uh, of the the content continue on the second screen oh. you, it is a touch screen you can draw on it you can turn it into a calculator you can turn um you can use it to quick launch apps and and it's uh you know it's it's a really cool cool concept uh it's coming only to this laptop the thinkbook not ThinkPad, the ThinkBook, uh, which ThinkBook is their sort of alternative business laptop line, which doesn't have the same cool keyboard and, and pointing stick as ThinkPad, uh, but it's kind of a neat, a neat concept and um, very interesting. But uh, there was a lot to talk about with CES, and so I will just say that uh, check out our best of CES 2022 coverage on Tom's Hardware to see more yeah uh that's okay so the the lenovo thing is interesting um because alante and i watched the i want to say it was asus um who does who does rog asus okay haha -ha. we we watched their pre-ces um press conference and they showed a laptop that had something similar but up at the top um which was it felt a little uh touch barry but not really only right. because it was huge and it's so far away where this is i can totally see and i'm thinking alante in particular i can totally see alante using that as a drawing pad the bigger oh, screen up the top other thing and drawing pad on the side oh yeah. he'd lose it for that yeah yeah, yeah, you could do that. The, the other thing that's interesting is that that pen has a Pantone scanner in it. So if you see a color oh. that you like, you can scan the color and it's and it'll it'll get scanned into into your screen. So this is definitely made for creative professionals. Yeah, I just wish that it, they had done it as a ThinkPad because the the ThinkBook key, keyboard just isn't nearly as good. But Nevertheless, it's an interesting concept, and I think they're more willing to take risks on the ThinkBook brand than the ThinkPad brand. So, yeah. so that's why you're seeing that's why you're seeing this there. 
but it's uh, it is neat. I mean, we've seen many attempts at second screens, including ASUS having some in the in the uh, touchpad, right? Where the touchpad oh, yeah. could be a second screen, but here it's not taking the place of your touchpad. Although I guess you could make it take the place of your numpad if you want, because you can. There's no numpad, and you could. I think there's a calculator, and I think there may be a numpad function for it also. But I mean, it, it there's a lot that you can do with it. It seems like it's actually highly functional, and I think the location of it is good. Yeah. I mean, obviously. For me, the dream would be to have a full size screen that kind of slips out the side of the, the lid. Uh -huh. and, and we have seen some attempts to do that by third party yeah. vendors, uh, but they are all very, very clumsy. Like you stick it on the back. Uh, so I, so this is probably the best, most practical sec laptop second screen that I've seen. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I and it's interesting that you mentioned the other style because I got I got pitched a new one of those uh, during CES this year. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's a lot of interesting stuff. We also had um, an interesting collection of things. Um, one of my favorites was a company called Lumalore, um, which is uh, essentially an electroluminescent. Uh, film or paint that can uh, they've got they've got big plans for like safety type things you know helmets and bikes and scooters and motorcycles so it can actually be illuminated but not you know with with leds and you know it's really interesting technology and he shows it off on the interview which is uh on the website but i can also see it for branding and stuff once they once they get down uh, the idea of uh, changing colors, which they're working on now, they've got uh, two colors and they're very similar <laughs> currently. Um, but, you know, their focus is currently on on safety stuff. And these are the colors that you would want for safety. Um, but so there was a company uh, number 33. So <laughs> it's interesting. I know I know a lot of our interviews by their position in our show. Uh, so. Uh, this is I don't know if you saw this. It's a comp it's a product called On to Cook, O N the number 2 and then the word cook. For anybody who is a fan of 30 Rock, <laughs> the show opens with Jack Donaghy talking about the Trivection oven. These guys made it. <laughs> it is absolutely the the concept from 30 Rock, which I find fascinating. Um but uh, I think they said you can do rice in like three minutes in this thing without it losing its texture like it would if you were trying to do something in the the microwave and all of that. And it's it's countertop. It's a it's a fairly small device that you could do a whole meal in. It's really cool. Um, uh, Todd from Geek News Central said uh, that I, I think it ended this way uh, that it was his uh, his favorite product of the show. Hmm. That 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 is interesting. I am such a non-cook that I can't I can't conceive of that how that would help me. But if although cooking rice in three minutes sounds pretty good, right? Without it getting like gross the way it does if you try and do that, you know, microwave rice or something like that, it gets all yeah mm -mm. yeah. 
nothing. It's funny. How long has the microwave been around? The microwave's been around since what? At least the sixties, right? I mean, so it certainly gained popularity in the like the eighties. Yeah, I mean, eighties is when my family got our first microwave. Me too. But, but I mean, it's right. This is some old technology. When is somebody going to come out with something that something that beats it? This, honestly, based on what I know about it, and from from Todd going and doing some some research, and I've been on their website a lot. This might be it. It's it's a cool device. I uh, it basically can replace a, an air fryer and a con- little desktop or countertop convection oven and a microwave, all in this thing that looks like a big waffle iron from the outside. <laughs> well, that sounds, that sounds very interesting. Yeah. I, I would love to see, it's probably just science fiction, but I would love to see somebody create a reverse microwave, but I get, but I guess that's not gotta physically tell, possible. Got to tell me what we're talking about because you can't t- possibly you be know, talking about cooking what's outside the microwave. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> A reverse microwave that, like, it's you put something in for a minute and it freezes. Like, it's instead of heating, it cools. Okay, so I got a pitch for a countertop. I don't know if it was was CES related or not. For Mm -hmm. a countertop ice tray that can make ice cubes in 90 seconds. Oh, wow. (laughs) 90 seconds. Wow. That that sounds like a reverse microwave. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do yeah. any research on it. It is it is starred in my email to go look at later, but well, we might be there. Um, but the other the other thing that uh, that happened, and I know I'm a little biased. They're powering my wall behind me, but uh, the stuff that Illuminescence is doing, they have teamed up with uh, Razer. Uh, all of the Illuminescence stuff is now Chroma compatible. Or will be next month, I think. So uh, you'll be able to, to control them all uh, through Chroma, which means being able to interact with a robust API, which means that theoretically my dream of changing the wall during the show as we change topics. And yes, Alante, <laughs> I, am, I am fully aware, Alante, that it is still in CES colors. Um I forgot to change the wall before the show. Um, he says, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we'd be able to have to have the software that runs the show be able to change the colors. And, you know, during the pilch point, it could be green. And uh, when we get into gaming, it would turn red. I can do that now. Hooray! <laughs> Without a whole lot of work. So I thought that was pretty cool. But... Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about a lot of cool stuff this year, and I was following along with what you guys were up to. You had a lot going, a lot of interesting stuff going on, too. But uh, one more time, remind people of the website and everything to see all your CES yes. stuff. So to see all of our CES coverage and lots of other coverage, go to tomshardware.com, uh, and you will end... You can find you can find it all there. Well, as always, it was I honestly I think this year more even more than normal. It was important to uh, to get 
coverage from you know Tom Tardware and your sister sites and all of that uh, because even we weren't there. You know, we we had that we get that opportunity to see some stuff that normally we would have seen on the floor, but we couldn't this year. So I I appreciate it even more than normal this year, Abram. <laughs> And as always, I look forward to what we talk about next time. <laughs>